Welcome back to the Cybersector 7 podcast, my little place on the internet where we can build a community on privacy hacking and OSINT, and a little bit of tech tips I'll throw in there for you too. On this episode, episode 3, we're going to go on changing your mindset on privacy, digital privacy to be exact. And in this episode, I'm going to give you some scenarios and tell you why we should probably take our digital privacy more seriously how we can take a little more seriously, and some of the levels of privacy people you're going to find. You know, there's, I, I like to think there are three main levels, but if you stick around to the end, you will learn those three levels of, of what we call the privacy people. And it's really four levels, but three levels if you care about privacy. And if you don't care about privacy, maybe this episode may not be for you. But in this episode... That's what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about digital privacy and why you should probably take it a little more seriously. So stay tuned to the end. If you can, give it a thumbs up, a like, what whatever you're listening to it on. If you can, leave a comment, maybe, whatever you're listening to it on. That'd be great. You can also DM me personally on TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter. If you have any questions, feel free to shoot me an email. Go to cybersector7.com. You can find my email address there, or you can leave me a DM on Instagram. Those are the best ways to get in contact with me. Thank you, and I hope you guys enjoy the episode. All right, so let's go ahead and get into the beef here. Let's go ahead and start talking about why we should all collectively start taking our privacy a little more seriously and some scenarios as to how privacy could really really help out you know specifically online and digital privacy physical privacy is a whole nother topic if i would i would love to do an episode on that for you guys if you if you'd like to hear that you know give me a shout out but other than that you know i i'm going to go ahead and talk about digital privacy for this episode and and some things you can kind of protect against and reasons we should definitely take it more seriously. So, you know, here's some things that we should we should uh, use it to protect ourselves from. First and foremost, you know, the, the first one that gets everybody by surprise. You're, you never really think about it until it happens to you. And if you do think about it ahead of time, you're, you're great. You know, you're doing good in life. I didn't take it very seriously myself and suffered some consequences. But... You know, because of that, I'm a better man today, and that is a tech protecting yourself against identity fraud and credit card fraud specifically. You know, doing little things to protect yourself and protect your financial privacy can really make a difference in the long run. You know, people they go after the low hanging fruit. You know, these identity fraudsters they go after the low hanging fruit. If you have more privacy and more reasons. And, and methods on your, your online transactions or on your card or your PayPal or whatever you use, if you make it very hard to get in and very hard to, to be a target and be low-hanging fruit, they're not going to care about you. They're just going to move right on to the next person. You can take my word for that. If, if you were the lowest-hanging fruit, though, you know, you don't have two-factor authentication on your, your online banking for whatever you use. You're not, you know protecting yourself in in any way you know you're using the same password for everything same email for everything and and they're just gonna you know credential stuff until they get it you know you're the low-hanging fruit and i'm sorry that if that's you but if you if you're being more proactive about it and you're really careful then protecting yourself against identity fraudsters and black cats and credit card thieves and whatnot can can be proven quite to to be an easy task you know and i'm i'm very menial task it's not hard it, it just takes time to set things up and you be willing to put measures into play so you can protect yourself and then that's important we have to put safety measures into play in order to protect ourselves and that's just part part of everyday everyday life you know you wouldn't walk into a a, a bank you know with a weapon because you know if you walk into that bank with a weapon out, you're probably going to be arrested. And so to protect yourself, you're probably going to leave your weapon in your car. The same goes with this. You wouldn't go online just flashing your credit card everywhere, you know, live on whatever social media. 
You know, so why would you just enter it into a website that you don't know anything about? You, you don't read the terms and services. You haven't tested that website out. And a lot of times you haven't seen the last time that website's been compromised. You know, it's not a matter of if it's going to be hacked. It's a matter of when it's going to be hacked. And so there are measures to take to keep you private. And and that's that's something we really need to, to focus on especially when it comes to our finances. Our finances are very important to most of us. You know, everybody wants to say life's not about money. Well, you go ahead, get rid of all of your money and all of your worldly possessions and tell me how you feel. Or or matter of fact, just let people come in and steal it. Tell me how you feel, you know? And if that's your thing, you know, you go for it. You go, man. If that's the thing, but that's personally not my thing. I like to protect my finances. But you know, let's let's move on to some some more things that we should definitely be privacy aware about, and and some things, and some situations that we can prevent by staying more private online. One thing is doxing. Let's say hypothetically you post a picture of yourself or a video of yourself, and you say something that you don't think to be controversial. You know, you don't think to be a, a big deal, but then someone gets offended, and then because you weren't taking the proper measures to stay private online. Now, they can get your personal information, such as your address, your phone number, your email address. And with your email address, they can unlock all sorts of things like your passwords and and accounts you use online, You know your usernames. How many of you have literally used your email address as your username? You just cut off the, let's say, at yahoo.com or at gmail.com. For instance, if you're skaterman123 at gmail.com, how many of you have a username that's skater123? That's one of the first things I do at work or when I'm searching for someone. If I can get their emails, nine times out of ten, I can get their username. It's not very hard. And even if I don't have have you know their username in their email, it's not hard to, to get that username and find all their online handles. It's not, it's not a hard thing. You need to start separating things. Separate things. Don't let things touch like that. It's it's very important. But yeah, protecting against doxing is a really big thing. And doxing has just been getting worse and worse and worse. You know, you can go on, I think it's hashtag doxing on Twitter. And there's new stuff all the time on there. And it's sad. It really is sad. But these people, you know, once you start looking into it, if you look into it from a privacy mindset or an OSINT mindset or even a hacker's mindset, you start to peer into their lives and, and you begin to think, wow, this person was not very private at all. Their information is just getting out there and it getting out there very simply. So that's that's one thing you can do to start preventing that is just is just taking things more seriously. You may say something that you don't find very offensive, someone else finds offensive. Next thing you know, you have protesters banging at your door. It's not a fun experience. I've known people in experiences like that, and it is not very fun. Granted, what they said was kind of dumb. But, you know, eh, that kind of thing happens. You have to be careful. You have to be careful. Another scenario that, that I've heard a lot of people talk about, oh, my computer went off. Did y'all hear that? That was kind of fun. Um, but another another scenario that's happened and happens all the time that a lot of people don't think about is winning the lottery or even let's say you come into money, you know, and, and people start finding out. All of a sudden, everybody's your friend. All of a sudden, everybody wants a piece of, of that money. They want to be your friend. They want to be your buddy, you know. If you're staying relatively private, not many people should even know that you came into money, let alone be able to find you once you come into money you know it, it's okay for your direct friends and family to you know know you and whatnot but even if you won the lottery you need to be careful money changes people i have learned that firsthand but um but yeah like once you come into money people change and with the power of the internet it becomes a very dangerous and and scary place how they can find you and, and try to take that money from you or take your things or or even act like people that you think would be your friend but they're just in it for the money that's all they are people that are begging for donations or treating you like like a i can't cuss on this wow Tre treating you like a, a a butthole because you won't give them money it's best to just to keep a private life and a private mindset so that way those kinds of situations when they arise or if they arise, if you win the lottery, man, congratulations, or woman, whoever you may be, whatever you identify as, if you win the lottery, cool beans, 
you know? Shout me out if you get famous, because I need more listeners. And here I am preaching about that. But, um, but yeah, that, that's a, a big scenario. So and, and Some more reasons that I, I really like to get into. And I'll at the end of this little segment, I'll even give you a scenario in which not a lot of people think about about privacy. But um, first off, it's a constitutional right. And not a lot of people know that, but you have constitutional rights to privacy. People cannot just invade, or governments cannot just invade you. And they do. They break that all the time. And it's like, we just don't care, you know? They, they say, and I'm, I'll go on a tangent here and go ahead and say, I've, I've firsthand watched it on the news where a congressman, and I'm not going to call anybody out here because I don't like getting too political, but this is one of those exceptions where I've watched a congressman say, you cannot have privacy and security. You have to pick one or the other. And that's just simply not true. I stay relatively private and relatively secure by myself. They have trillions of dollars, and they cannot keep us private and secure. I think that's against against our morals, and that's another another reason. is It's it's a moral thing. Do we really want governments and advertisers and big tech companies that don't care about you? I promise you, right now, the big tech company that the first one on your mind. Okay, I'm not going to call anybody out because I'd like to get sponsors one day, but. The, the big big thing is, like, I promise you, these big tech companies, they do not care about you. They don't care about your privacy. They care about the next dollar and that next board meeting, the next time the executives meet, you know? That's all they care about. They care about your money. And are you okay? Is that something you're comfortable with? Is it? Because it's not with me. I don't appreciate them creating profiles on me. I don't appreciate them... them you know, taking all my pictures on Facebook and making a facial recognition profile. You know, I recently changed some some features about me just to try to beat that that facial recognition. And it, it's scary how well they do it. And we just give it right up for them. We don't care. We don't, you know. We just, here you go, here's all my personal information, you know. F- for instance, Facebook, it has our... It has our birthday. It has the things we like. It has our sexuality. It has all of our friends. It has all of our relationships, past relationships. It has all of the products we like. And if you give it access, it can have your content, contacts. It can have all of your pictures. It can have everything about you. And you don't think about it. But go ahead. Read the terms and services. I encourage you. Go read the terms and services. And if you really want to see what some of these sites poll, you know, due to the Freedom of Information Act, most sites now have to give you the information they collect on you. I pulled my Facebook information before I took it down, and uh, it blew my mind who they were selling it to, what they had, what they knew on me. It was just crazy things, things I didn't even tell Facebook, but it knew about me because it's communicating with Google, it's communicating with Apple, it's communicating with Instagram, and it, it owns Instagram. It's communicating with all these different platforms, and it's learning about you, creating the ultimate and most extreme case of a profile on all of us. And you think, well, it's just advertising, who cares? Well, you say that, but what if it's, if it's used for nefarious purposes? What if a tyrannical government says, we want to know everybody that has been in contact with or associated with X, okay? And it gives a subpoena to these big social media companies and big tech companies. And then all of a sudden, it has access to all of us. It knows everything about us. And I firmly do believe that's already happened. But I don't want to be a crazy conspiracy theorist here, but I firmly do believe that that her governments do hold that kind of information on us. I think it's just one big hoax. And, and that's why I, I on my, my smartphone, I personally, I keep a more privacy-oriented smartphone. I, I run Graphene OS, and I've found out some ways to start sandboxing apps and not letting them communicate with other things and giving it false information. I'd love to do a, a demonstration on that on TikTok soon if I could find a way to, to do that and film it. It'd be a bit weird because I use my phone for making the videos, but I'd love to do that for you guys. But um, but yeah, it, it's it's insane. Do you really want our governments 
having access to all of that? Do you really want advertisers having access to all of that? It's a moral thing. You you say you, a lot of people say like my father. He says he doesn't care. He has no reason to care. But after I sh- I showed him some of the the information that I could just pull with some simple Google searches, it didn't take much. It took me a total of fifteen minutes. I had so much information on my father, stuff I never knew about my father, and it it freaked him out. And he's become a little more privacy secure. He's not the most privacy secure, by no means. But you know, getting him on on Signal was a good thing. And I'm about to swap from Signal to something else because, well, they closed source, and that's kind of sad. But you know, it, it it's a big thing. And and so we say, well, what government really has decided to find out every single person associated with X in in their country? And, and they pulled all these records, and they said, okay, every person associated with X, let's punish them. Well, something you bet you didn't know, the Nazis. And I know I might, I might even get flagged for this, but I'm going to go ahead and give you a piece of history. One major way that the Nazis found all the Hebrew and Jewish people in their country were just public records. They, they went down to the courthouses and the libraries, and they pulled records and, and family records on everyone. And anyone that had Jewish descend, descendants or anything like that, that's who they would target, and that's who they would they would go pick up. Now, imagine if something like that were to happen today. How much easier it would be. You know, algorithms are only getting smarter and smarter, and it can tell things about us that we didn't even know about us. I, I read an article online, and I've seen a few videos, that they've worked on an algorithm now, some, some computer scientists, that can tell if people are homosexual or not just by the things they look at, the things they like, the things they don't like, the things that they stare at longer. It, it can tell that. And that's just a computer, you know? It's just a computer, but it's trained to tell those kinds of things, and that, that's incredible to me. So imagine if something, something like that were to happen today. Would you be ready? Would you be prepared? Would you be safe? That's a major question. Would you be safe? You know, 99.999% of the population especially in America, where, where I currently am, would not be safe. We wouldn't, because we've given up our privacy. For what? Convenience? <laughs> you know? You've given your privacy up just to make life a little bit easier on you. And to me, that is lazy. And I, I don't tolerate laziness. I try to be a very productive person. I try to stay on top of things. So next, we're, we're going to talk about some reasons you can take your, your privacy a little more seriously or, or how you can do that. But first, a quick break. Alrighty, we're going to take a, a little bit of a break here, but it is question time. And this week, I know I didn't do it live had a lot going on right now and I just decided to answer some of the questions from the Q&A and some questions that you guys have had on social media and that you've sent me. I've got some good ones this, this this week so hopefully you know you don't hate me but hopefully you you might like me but some of these questions are stupid. You're going to hear some very dumb questions in this. So let's let's go ahead. I'm going to go ahead and click Q&A here. Let's see what we got. Um Super Trader Man asks, if I paid Cash App, could I see if you could find me? No. Uh, I don't take contract work like that. Just because I'm a skip tracer does not mean I care to find you. I don't want to find you. A. B. Unless you're got someone after you and you owe a lot of money or you're a wanted fugitive or you know a client has hired me and done the proper paperwork for me to find you. No, I'm not going to. I don't care to. It's none of my business where you're at. I don't care. I really, I don't care. Stop asking me to do work for you. I'm just, I'm not. I'm not going to do that. I could break laws doing that. I'm just not going to worry about that. Uh, let's see. Spartan Killer 93 says, find my brother. Well, uh, you're very demanding, so no, I'm just not. Um, let's see. I have to be very careful because some of these people list their actual names. Let's see. Uh, indigenous indigenous junglus asks how are you using your skills to help marginalized communities and indigenous communities or black communities 
Um, okay, I, th I put some thought to this one, and I got to thinking about it. I'm not, you know? I don't care what race you are or whatever. If I'm hired to find you, I'm going to find you. Now, let's say uh, there's this person that's terrorizing a local community, and he's hiding out. Somebody wants me to find him. Uh, they've filled out the proper paperwork, the proper forms. They've gone through all the legal means necessary for me to find him so they can go arrest him or whatever. Um, then, then in that case, yeah, I, I guess I would be helping that community. But specifically in my job and with my skills, that's not a, a huge, that's not a goal. That's not what we're meant to do. I'm just, I reckon, cleaning up. And, and helping find people that are, are causing problems in any community. It's it's not specified. I, I don't just go pick this community or this race or any of that. You know, I don't I don't care about race. I don't care about communities. I, I care about this community and the community I'm building, but marginalized communities and indigenous communities, that, that doesn't really apply to this. So I'm maybe if you could go into some more detail, indigenous junglist I would be more than happy to answer some more specific questions, but as to that, I can't really, I can't really answer that very well without, you know, either coming off like a douchebag or, or whatnot. So that, that's a bit of a, a bit of a hard one. Let's see, uh, Jeremiah Mahoney4 asks, why can't hackers go into someone's bank account or credit report and change things in it, but they can easily go into your email or Facebook? Uh, well, they can do that, first of all. Um, and I really think about... To answer that, I guess it would be dependent on what, what the target of the hack is. Uh, so, hacking accounts is usually a lot more easier than, than hacking a website, I, w I would assume. Not that I know anything about that, of course. <laughs> but um, now, when when hacking accounts, a lot of times it it's dealt with a lot of credential stuffing. So that's a whole bunch of 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 just a big leaked data file or anything like that. And they're just stuffing a password and an email, a password and email, password and email till they get one to work. They get it to work, and then boom, you know, they're in. Whereas when it's hacking a bank account or a credit report, they have to really work hard to hack that specific database on whatever that's held in. So that, it takes a lot more skill for that. All right. Um, you want to help me find where my ex-wife, who is shacked up with a man running from his wife and three kids, I know they are in, and I'm not going to say that state, and I'm not going to say who this is. But that was pretty demanding. Um... So, no, I'm, I'm not. Um, and for the last time, I've made plenty of announcements saying I don't do those kinds of things. So, let's see, what are some less drastic measures one can take? And this was on my, my steps you can take to be a little more private video. Some less drastic measures you can take are some things I'm even going to talk about in this very video. But uh, one of them, some of them would be... Um, no, not posting everything to social media, using some burner accounts, uh, encrypting things. Start using an encrypted messaging platform, an encrypted email service. Just just little things like that, they can really help you. And in this podcast, I really am going to talk about, I'm going to have several episodes about privacy and some simple steps you can take, some more drastic things you can take, some extremely drastic things you can do. But um, yeah, that that's, that's a pretty good question. I, I like that question. Here's, a, here's a, another question. My ex-wife took the kids and left the state. How can I hire you for service? Um, well, hire an attorney, for one. That's, that's one thing. Or go to the police if it's that much of an emergency. Which, I mean, that's your kids, I assume. That's an emergency. But uh, M. Santagato 723 I would, I would definitely say, you know, hire an attorney. And they're going to try to send her a paper, or if she's breaking the law, you know, she may have may put a warrant out for her arrest. And then if they can't find her, usually they'll hire a PI or a skip tracer like me, or an independent company like the one I work for, to find them. So that's that's how you can hire my service. I'm not going to give the company out I work for. I'm not here to advertise my company. I'm just not. That's not who I am. But if that's what you want to do you want to hire someone like me hire an attorney a lot of attorneys also are skip tracers you know 
because they they have access to a lot of those same tools. A lot of attorneys usually have a PI or a skip tracer that they use for that stuff. So, yes, if you want to hire someone like me, you usually are never going to meet me. I'm going to deal strictly with your attorney. That's it. I don't really want to meet you. It's not my job to meet you. I'm dealing with attorneys or bail bondsmen or judges and things like that and, and law enforcement agencies. I don't deal with the people directly. I sit behind a computer screen. That's my job. I know it, that sounds kind of like a douche move, but that's what I do. So, all right. So another question I have is by someone who's asking one of my videos, can I do medical records? And that is a big fat no. Um, your medical records are completely private. That is between you and your doctor only. I cannot go see your medical records. I, that is that is way beyond my reach. No one should be able to see your medical records records except you or your doctor. Or in in some cases, I know there are some. I believe there is. I have a friend who's in a hernial mesh case, and he gave his attorneys the rights to see his medical records. I think that's the only other exception I've ever heard, though. But that that is. That's no, I can't. I can't see your medical records. Here's another, another one of my videos, or another one of my questions on my videos. Uh, someone says, "Well, uh, hail Satan! He is the way." Um, that's what you believe, you know. Uh, this is America, where I am at least. Uh, that's your right if you if you believe that. Someone also says very rudely on one of these uh, search people and free people search site series I do. They said, uh, "None of this works." Or they said none of this S-word works. I'm not going to say that because I don't want to get taken down. But um, here's something for you. A lot of of a lot of these free people searches, they're free. Let's be honest. You're getting what you paid for. I make a video on the free ones and some of the ones I like. You know, some of the easier, fast ones. Crap you don't have to pay for. Um, let's see. Another question. Sadly got scammed. Anything I can do to find out who they are? Uh, not usually. It's kind of sad to say, but unless you're keeping a log of everything, like I do whenever I get one of these scammers trying to call me or message me on Facebook or Instagram or whatever I'm on, uh, I just keep a log of everything. And a lot of times I like to scam them back. I've been working on some stuff, and it's been interesting. I've been working on, on some, some things, but once I find the legalities of that, find out if what I'm doing is legal, then I'll let you know. But I've been working on getting back at the scammers. You guys are going to like this. A little sneak peek to come. It's coming in a few weeks, maybe a few months. If I can find the time to actually finish it, I stay very busy. Um, let's see. Let's find some more questions for you guys. Here's a very important question. And I think I replied to this one. But nobody underscore Nico asks, where did I get my knowledge? And I've had... A similar questions like this pop up more and more and more all the time people are asking where I learned did I go to college what classes do I have to take how can I learn I've even had people DMing me demanding I teach them and then threatening me if I don't and and I always think that's very funny you're really gonna threaten the guy that's gonna teach you and, and the guy that knows how to track you down that's very funny anyway um, I would love to do a personal episode about where I've kind of picked these things up from and some the scenarios that have given me these these skills, but I will go ahead and tell you now, I did not go to college. I, I, I don't have a degree. I didn't go to any one, you know, trade school or I didn't take any course online to learn it. I have taken a few courses to further my education, some Udemy classes and things like that, but no no certificates, nothing like that. Um, I just kind of picked it up. I just kind of picked it up and picked it up with a few different things. I would love to make a whole episode about that. And if that's something you guys would like to hear, feel free to just leave it down below. DM me, shout me out, say something, go comment on one of my videos. Uh, email me, you know, that'd be great, but I would love to do a whole episode about that, and so that way give you guys some, um, more insight as to who I am. Let's see, any tricks to use when getting a burner phone to connect to a service for free? Eee. Uh, Freedom Pop? That's okay. I, I prefer, you know, I did these burner phone videos for you guys, and you guys were kind of douchebags about it, ain't gonna lie. Um, you don't realize that my burner phones, I'm not breaking the law. I'm using them a lot of times for some quick 
two-factor authentication or I need an episode that's in an area code really fast and I do it. People also ask why don't I use VoIP because, well, to be frank, there are only a few good options for that and they're just overly complicated. I don't feel like dealing with that every single time. I just, I'll order a whole bunch of just Mint Mobile cards, seven day free trials, pop them in, it works, I make a few calls, do what I need to do, and then break it, burn it, throw it away, do whatever. I don't, I don't care. I'm not typically breaking the law with these. You know, if I need to make a very secure call, I could, but I'm, I'm, I'm not really worried about that. I just, at work, I need a fast number and an area code really fast. Uh, let's see. Somebody says terrible, cool, terrible recommendations. No network will activate non-E911 phones, which I see no one or two in your picture. Well, I'll have you know the picture in the back of this video. It's my burner phones part two on TikTok. Uh, it's just a picture I pulled online of a bunch of old cell phones. It just pertained to the video. You're really nitpicking there, buddy. But that's you. Cool beans, bro. Congratulations. You know about phones in a picture. I probably couldn't name many of those myself. I am a fan of RetroTech, though, but yeah, I, 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 that, if, did you listen to the video? Like, you must have the volume down, because you were paying really close attention to that picture. Let's see. Uh, you can puddle this phone, meaning I have three burners, forward the first boner to the second boner, second boner, t boner, <laughs> Oh man, I hope you guys you guys are gonna like that. If you're listening, that's pretty funny. Um, you can puddle this phone, meaning you have three burners. Forward the first burner to the second burner, the second boner, burner to the third, and only use this phone number on the first. Oh man, that's a tongue twister for man. I hope I don't get taken down, but oh well. I'm a market as explicit. But uh, I, I like that. I like that. I like to share these comments with you guys and your tips and tricks with this community. It, it's, it's great to get information like that. I love sharing it with the community. Um, isn't the SIM linked to your Amazon account so they can trace who has the account number? Uh, I use a lot of burner accounts. I would love to go into some, some small, maybe make some videos on how I make these burner accounts. But yeah, that, I reckon you could. Oh, uh, let's see. It's, I think that's all the comments I'll go over for now. I'm going to save some for next week because I believe I'm getting shadow banned. I was getting thousands of views on stuff, and I think I have my latest video, 84 views. So it's been out for a while now. So, oh well, right? Um, but, yeah, let's get back to the main show. I appreciate you guys listening to this. Um, thanks, and let's get right back to uh, the main what we've called and been known to call the beef. Alrighty, we're gonna take a, a little bit of a break here, but it is question time, and this week, I know, I didn't do it live. I've had a lot going on right now, and I just decided to answer some of the questions from the Q&A and some questions that you guys have had on social media and that you've sent me. I've got some good ones this, this this week, so hopefully, you know, you don't hate me, but hopefully you you might like me. But some of these questions are stupid. You're going to hear some very dumb questions in this. So, let's let's go ahead. I'm going to go ahead and click Q&A here. Let's see what we got. Um Super Trader Man asks if I paid Cash App, could I see if you could find me? No. Uh, I don't take contract work like that. It's just because I'm a skip tracer does not mean I care to find you. I don't want to find you, A. B, unless you are got someone after you and you owe a lot of money or you're a wanted fugitive or, you know, a client has hired me and done the proper paperwork for me to find you. No, I'm not going to. I don't care to. It's none of my business where you're at. I don't care. I really, I don't care. Stop asking me to do work for you. I'm just, I'm not. I'm not going to do that. I could break laws doing that. I'm just not going to worry about that. Uh, let's see. Spartan Killer 93 says, find my brother. Well, uh, you're very demanding, so no, I'm just not. Um, let's see. I have to be very careful because some of these people list their actual names. Let's see. Uh, indigenous, indigenous 
Junglus asks, how are you using your skills to help marginalized communities and indigenous communities or black communities? Um, okay, I, th I put some thought to this one and I got to thinking about it. I'm not, you know? I don't care what race you are or whatever. If I'm hired to find you, I'm going to find you. Now, let's say uh, there's this person that's terrorizing a local community and he's hiding out. Somebody wants me to find him. Uh, they've filled out the proper paperwork, the proper forms. They've gone through all the legal means necessary for me to find him so they can go arrest him or whatever. Um, then, then in that case, yeah, I, I guess I would be helping that community. But specifically in my job and with my skills, that's not a, a huge, that's not a goal. That's not what we're meant to do. I'm just, I reckon, cleaning up. And, and helping find people that are, are causing problems in any community. It's it's not specified. I, I don't just go pick this community or this race or any of that. You know, I don't I don't care about race. I don't care about communities. I, I care about this community and the community I'm building, but marginalized communities and indigenous communities, that, that doesn't really apply to this. So I'm maybe if you could go into some more detail, indigenous junglist I would be more than happy to answer some more specific questions, but as to that, I can't really, I can't really answer that very well without, you know, either coming off like a douchebag or, or whatnot. So that, that's a bit of a, a bit of a hard one. Let's see, uh, Jeremiah Mahoney4 asks, why can't hackers go into someone's bank account or credit report and change things in it, but they can easily go into your email or Facebook? Uh, well, they can do that, first of all. Um, and I really think about... To answer that, I guess it would be dependent on what, what the target of the hack is. Uh, so, hacking accounts is usually a lot more easier than, than hacking a website, I, w I would assume. Not that I know anything about that, of course. <laughs> but um, no, when, when hacking accounts, a lot of times it, it's dealt with a lot of credential stuffing. So that's a whole bunch of, of, of just a big leaked data file or anything like that. And they're just stuffing a password and an email, a password and email, password and email until they get one to work. They get it to work and then boom, you know, they're in. Whereas when it's hacking a bank account or a credit report, they have to really work hard to hack that specific database on whatever that's held in. So that it takes a lot more skill for that. All right. Um, you want to help me find where my ex-wife who is shacked up with a man running from his wife and three kids. I know they are in and I'm not going to say that state and I'm not going to say who this is. But that was pretty demanding. Um... So, no, I'm, I'm not. Um, and for the last time, I've made plenty of announcements saying I don't do those kinds of things. So, let's see, what are some less drastic measures one can take? And this was on my, my steps you can take to be a little more private video. Some less drastic measures you can take are some things I'm even going to talk about in this very video. But uh, one of them, some of them would be... Um, no, not posting everything to social media, using some burner accounts, uh, encrypting things. Start using an encrypted messaging platform, an encrypted email service. Just just little things like that, they can really help you. And in this podcast, I really am going to talk about, I'm going to have several episodes about privacy and some simple steps you can take, some more drastic things you can take, some extremely drastic things you can do. But um, yeah, that that's, that's a pretty good question. I, I like that question. Here's, a, here's a, another question. My ex-wife took the kids and left the state. How can I hire you for service? Um, well, hire an attorney, for one. That's, that's one thing. Or go to the police if it's that much of an emergency. Which, I mean, that's your kids, I assume. That's an emergency. But uh, M. Santagato 723 I would, I would definitely say, you know, hire an attorney. And they're going to try to send her a paper, or if she's breaking the law, you know, she may have may put a warrant out for her arrest. And then if they can't find her, usually they'll hire a PI or a skip tracer like me, or an independent company like the one I work for, to find them. So that's that's how you can hire my service. I'm not going to give the company out I work for. I'm not here to advertise my company. I'm just not. That's not who I am. But if that's what you want. To do you want to hire someone like me hire an attorney a lot of attorneys 
also are skip tracers, you know, because they they have access to a lot of those same tools. A lot of attorneys usually have a PI or a skip tracer that they use for that stuff. So, yes, if you want to hire someone like me, you usually are never going to meet me. I'm going to deal strictly with your attorney. That's it. I don't really want to meet you. It's not my job to meet you. I'm dealing with attorneys or bail bondsmen or judges and things like that and, and law enforcement agencies. I don't deal with the people directly. I sit behind a computer screen. That's my job. I know it, that sounds kind of like a douche move, but that's what I do. So, all right. So another question I have is by someone who's asking one of my videos, can I do medical records? And that is a big fat no. Um, your medical records are completely private. That is between you and your doctor only. I cannot go see your medical records. I, that is that is way beyond my reach. No one should be able to see your medical records records except you or your doctor. Or in in some cases, I know there are some. I believe there is. I have a friend who's in a hernial mesh case, and he gave his attorneys the rights to see his medical records. I think that's the only other exception I've ever heard, though. But that that is. That's no, I can't. I can't see your medical records. Here's another, another one of my videos, or another one of my questions on my videos. Uh, someone says, "Well, uh, hail Satan! He is the way." Um, that's what you believe, you know. Uh, this is America, where I am at least. Uh, that's your right if you if you believe that. Someone also says very rudely on one of these uh, search people and free people search site series I do. They said, uh, "None of this works." Or they said none of this S-word works. I'm not going to say that because I don't want to get taken down. But um, here's something for you. A lot of of a lot of a these free people searches, they're free. Let's be honest. You're getting what you paid for. I make a video on the free ones and some of the ones I like. You know, some of the easier, fast ones. Crap you don't have to pay for. Um, let's see. Another question. Sadly got scammed. Anything I can do to find out who they are? Uh, not usually. It's kind of sad to say, but unless you're keeping a log of everything, like I do whenever I get one of these scammers trying to call me or message me on Facebook or Instagram or whatever I'm on, uh, I just keep a log of everything. And a lot of times I like to scam them back. I've been working on some stuff, and it's been interesting. I've been working on, on some, some things, but once I find the legalities of that, find out if what I'm doing is legal, then I'll let you know. But I've been working on getting back at the scammers. You guys are going to like this. A little sneak peek to come. It's coming in a few weeks, maybe a few months. If I can find the time to actually finish it, I stay very busy. Um, let's see. Let's find some more questions for you guys. Here's a very important question. And I think I replied to this one. But nobody underscore Nico asks, where did I get my knowledge? And I've had... A similar questions like this pop up more and more and more all the time people are asking where I learned did I go to college what classes do I have to take how can I learn I've even had people DMing me demanding I teach them and then threatening me if I don't and and I always think that's very funny you're really gonna threaten the guy that's gonna teach you and and the guy that knows how to track you down that's very funny anyway um I would love to do a personal episode about where I've kind of picked these things up from and some the scenarios that have given me these these skills. But I will go ahead and tell you now, I did not go to college. I, I, I don't have a degree. I didn't go to any one, you know, trade school or I didn't take any course online to learn it. I have taken a few courses to further my education, some Udemy classes and things like that, but no no certificates, nothing like that. Um, I just kind of picked it up. I just kind of picked it up and picked it up with a few different things. I would love to make a whole episode about that. And if that's something you guys would like to hear, feel free to just leave it down below, DM me, shout me out, say something, go comment on one of my videos. Uh, email me you know that'd be great but i would love to do a whole episode about that and so that way give you guys some um more insight as to who i am let's see any tricks to use when getting a burner phone to connect to a service for free eee. uh freedom pop that's okay i i prefer you know i did these burner phone videos for you guys and you guys were kind of douchebags about it ain't gonna lie um you don't realize that my burner phones i'm not breaking the law i'm using them a lot of times for some quick 
two-factor authentication or I need an episode that's in an area code really fast and I do it. People also ask why don't I use VoIP because, well, to be frank, there are only a few good options for that and they're just overly complicated. I don't feel like dealing with that every single time. I just, I'll order a whole bunch of just Mint Mobile cards, seven day free trials, pop them in, it works, I make a few calls, do what I need to do, and then break it, burn it, throw it away, do whatever. I don't, I don't care. I'm not typically breaking the law with these. You know, if I need to make a very secure call, I could, but I'm, I'm, I'm not really worried about that. I just, at work, I need a fast number and an area code really fast. Uh, let's see. Somebody says terrible, cool, terrible recommendations. No network will activate non-E911 phones, which I see no one or two in your picture. Well, I'll have you know the picture in the back of this video. It's my burner phones part two on TikTok. Uh, it's just a picture I pulled online of a bunch of old cell phones. It just pertained to the video. You're really nitpicking there, buddy. But that's you. Cool beans, bro. Congratulations. You know about phones in a picture. I probably couldn't name many of those myself. I am a fan of retro tech, though, but... Yeah, I... 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 That... If... Did you listen to the video? Like... You must have the volume down, because you were paying really close attention to that picture. Let's see. Uh... You can puddle this phone, meaning I have three burners, forward the first boner to the second boner, second boner... T- boner... <laughs> Oh man, I hope you guys you guys are gonna like that. If you're listening, that's pretty funny. Um, you can puddle this phone, meaning you have three burners. Forward the first burner to the second burner, the second boner burner to the third, and only use this phone number on the first. Oh man, that's a tongue twister for man. I hope I don't get taken down, but oh well. I'm a market as explicit. But uh, I, I like that. I like that. I like to share these comments with you guys and your tips and tricks with this community. It, it's it's great to get information like that. I love sharing it with the community. Um, isn't the SIM linked to your Amazon account so they can trace who has the account number? Uh, I use a lot of burner accounts. I would love to go into some some small, maybe make some videos on how I make these burner accounts. But yeah, that I reckon you could. Uh, let's see, I think that's all the comments I'll go over for now. I'm going to save some for next week because I believe I'm getting shadow banned. I was getting thousands of views on stuff, and I think I have my latest video, 84 views. So it's been out for a while now. So, oh well, right? Um, but yeah, let's get back to the main show. I appreciate you guys listening to this. Um, thanks, and let's get right back to uh, the main, what we've called and been known to call the beef. Alright, we're back in the beef, you know? Okay, you know, every time I say, you know, take a shot. If you're just listening to this and you're at the house, take a shot. I have made it clear to myself that I say, you know, a lot. It's part of my personality. You don't like it? Don't listen. But, uh, let's see. Let's get into this. Um, second part of this. I hope you guys enjoyed the questions, but let's talk about how we can start to take our privacy more seriously. I'm going to be doing some videos on this, posting it to Instagram and TikTok, if I can remember to post it to Instagram. I usually just go to TikTok. Um, and, uh, I'm going to make a, a whole series out of this. I'm even going to make several podcast episodes about this. I have a whole list. But I'm going to briefly touch on these things because I'm already getting kind of long in this episode. Let's start it off with uh, anonymous browsing. You know, everybody, you just use Google Chrome. And I'm not talking about incognito mode. I am not talking about that, okay? That is not as private as you think it is. But if you think it is, go right ahead. More power to you. But... I'm talking about true anonymous browsing. I prefer to use DuckDuckGo. There are some other things out there I've been testing. If I find anything that works just as good as that and stays just as anonymous, I will probably start using it. If you know anything that stays relatively more anonymous, please just feel free. Go leave me a uh, DM, a comment somewhere. Let me know you listen to this podcast and here's what you found. I would love that. But uh, And that goes for anything on this. If you know something more... Be- or better than I do, or I said something wrong, or you're like, you know, you could probably do it this way, 
and it'd probably be more easier. Please go ahead. I'll even uh, if I if if I like it and it works, I will give you a shout out in the middle section where I do the questions and and talk about some of you guys. So um, let's see. But first, we're gonna really definitely start by using some anonymous browsing. DuckDuckGo has so far been my best option. I like it. Now, it's kind of frightened me that they've been having billboards lately. If anybody has seen the billboards, then you know, but I was driving a little while ago out of town visiting some family, and I saw a big billboard that said DuckDuckGo, and I was like, um, I don't, I don't like that. I really don't like that, because it's supposed to be private. But, I mean, I get it. They're, they still do advertise. They still do, you know allow advertisers on their platform i understand it but you know it just frightened me a little but um yeah anonymous browsing that's gonna be that's definitely something we need to start working on i prefer to use firefox and DuckDuckGo. um let's see you can start by encrypting your messages uh i've talked about this before encrypted email services uh things like that a signal i'm actually looking for something that to replace a signal with because it has closed source and that scares me. I like to keep things open source. If any of you know a better messenger platform, please DM me, let me know. I am asking the community and, and you guys, if you hear of anything better than signal, please let me know. I would love it. And if, if you do send it to me, the first one that, that gives me something greater than signal, I will go right ahead and give you a shout out next episode. Um, so yeah, we, we definitely need to start encrypting our messages. Encryption, if you don't know what that is, it is essentially scrambling it. And so you have the key to unscramble it, and the person you're sending the message to has the key to unscramble it. And it, it's automated. You don't have to do it by hand. It's not some crazy thing where you have to take this scrambled code and decode it. it it's all done on, on these platforms for you most of the time. Sometimes it's not. I remember when I was in computer science, I was taking school for that. That was that was very fun. And I know I said I didn't take go to school. I this was in high school, so I think that doesn't count. But we uh, we learned how to encrypt messages and send messages over a network through Python. That was really fun. But yeah, it, it scrambles it so only you and the person you're sending it to can see it. So if there's any sort of man in the middle trying to capture that message, they're just gonna see a whole bunch of gibberish. And I think that's a, that's a good thing. That's staying pretty anonymous. Um, another one. Start using fake names, people. Using aliases are very big. It's very important to start using an alias, on, especially online. I'm not going to give you guys my real name. You're not going to get it out of me. I'm sorry. You're just not going to get my real name. Uh, you can call me Kyle Reese. That's what I go by. That's what I identify as on this. So... That's who I am. If you don't like that, then go do some OSINT. I'm not inviting you to do that, but good luck. I've, I don't think I've ever used a real name online since, I, since the first account I ever made. I've never used a real name. So good luck finding who I really am. I also keep a... Uh, I, I'm very secure. VPN on everything, proxies all over the country. I, I keep it very secure. But uh, yeah, using fake names are good. Definitely start... Start using an alias everywhere. Don't, you know, if if you go to the McDonald's or whatever and they ask for your name, just don't give it to them. Just be like, uh, my name is Clooney, George Clooney. You know, they'll call out Clooney. It's okay, you know. What's it going to change? Honestly, what's it going to change? Just use a fake name, for Christ's sake. Change your social media. I would just delete your social media, create a new one with a new name. If you've already used a fake, or if you've already used your real name, or you may just leave a false trail, but that's a whole different. I'm going on a rabbit hole. Using a fake name that is important. Using aliases. I wrote an entire paper and and post on my website. You can go read on using aliases. I highly recommend you guys go read that. I go into some very good details about how to pick an alias, how to organize your aliases, keeping things separated. I highly advise you guys go read that. It's in the blogs section on my website. Go to cybersector7.com. Um, that's cybersector and then the number 7.com. No caps, no spaces. Uh, let's see. Start by cutting out social media or at least limiting it. You know, I would just cut it out and if you have to have it, use a fake name. You know, use a, an, an alias account. 
He's an alias email. Keep it all separate. Don't let it touch anything either. Don't don't sign into something with your real name with your anonymously made Facebook account or Instagram account or Snapchat. Now, I I personally I wouldn't recommend using any of that. I do use it, but I have it all sandboxed. I have it all automated. I have it all very hidden on a VPS. So you can't it can't really take much from you. I keep it all in in Firefox containers, and, and then I access my VPSs through that to do those things. I don't let it touch anything, you know, and I know I'm the crazy tinfoil hat guy. I get it. Damn, I, I'm beginning to feel kind of like Michael Basil here, just ranting about privacy. Shout out to you, man. Um, you're a big inspiration, but yeah, it's it's time to cut that out. It takes so much for me. I think I talked earlier about, you know, pulling your data. Go ahead. Pull your data. See what they have on you. It is going to surprise you. You can pull your Snapchat data. I watched a parent pull their child's Snapchat data. And the the child was like, oh my God, you know, those messages, they were supposed to disappear. Well, they don't. They're all saved. And you can pull it. Well, you know, and then you can separately pull the picture. So you say, oh, you know, well, you know, you, you only got the messages. You didn't get the pictures. Well, yeah, there's a separate spot, or there used to be. I don't know if there still is. You can correct me if I'm wrong on that, but there's a separate place where you can pull all the pictures. All of it saves. It's all stored. It's all on the internet. It's all stored. It's on the internet forever. So be careful what you're putting out there. That's all I'm going to say. Be careful what you're putting out there. And we can talk more into removing meta metadata and EXIF data later, especially in pictures. But um, yeah, it's, it's time to start cutting out cutting out social media. Go, go do a little background check on yourself and, and, and pull that information seriously I've, I highly recommend it there are tons of tutorials online if you guys would like me to write some tutorials on pulling some social media data data I definitely can but um another thing we can do before you go ahead and start deleting these social medias if you're really serious about I don't know disappearing just leave a false trail you know everywhere you go everything you do set it to to be living in another state. I've got several P.O. boxes opened up every state I visit to. I just go up and open one up anonymously. I, I kind of social engineer my way into do that. I know, not supposed to do that. Social engineer your way into doing that. Get a few things in mail sent there. Get a few packages sent there. Get it? If you really want to do it, do it in your real name. Make an account in your real name. Send a package to... Boomtown Nowhere, Colorado, where you visited one time to see your grandparents or whatnot. Uh, just send a package there. Something dumb. Send a few things there. You know, never pick it up. Something cheap. You know, don't pick it up. But that's going to start being registered, and then these the place you order for, like Amazon, for instance, is going to sell that data. And what's going to pop up on these people searches and and these advertisements? It's going to say, "Oh, you're from there because you have a PO box there." Eh? So you know. That's that's one way to start leaving a false trail. If you have a social media, say uh, you're going on a vacation or you're moving to so, such and such or, or, you know, moving to this place or this place or say you live in this place. It's all about leaving a false trail. You can go ahead and even go as far as start liking, you know, things from that area. Uh, start liking local groups, Facebook groups and things like that. That It's a really good way to just throw people off and I have personally had to try to find people that have left a false trail and you talk about one fat pain in the butt that is a huge pain in the butt because one person they had a P.O. box opened in like 20 states turns out they didn't visit ever they or they didn't live there at least they must they had to have visited but they just would open P.O. boxes in random places to throw people off their trail and I thought that was genius it's actually where I got the idea from but yeah, that's 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 a really good good way to do it. Another very very very, and this is gonna be the last thing I talk about on these tips. I would love to go more tips. I I probably have two or three hundred things you could do, but these are just some some ones I would like to touch on. But the most important one going on today is just not showing your face. Just just don't show your face for Christ's sake. Just don't. You don't know how important that is. I see so many people doing it, and it's insane. Facial recognition is a real thing. 
it's a real thing. I've even taken some measures myself to defeat it. But it's a real thing. And they they have programs and algorithms that can scan the internet and web scrapers that can scan the internet for your face and find everywhere you've popped up on social media. And imagine if that's connected to uh, the the camera that's right outside your office and it's a it's a city camera, you know, or or whatever. They can recognize you everywhere you go. They memorize your walk, the way you walk your mannerisms, but especially your face. Facial recognition is very important. If you don't want to be recognized by whatever building you're going into, and it goes for even advertisers, but if you don't want to be recognized, you know, stop showing your face. Stop putting it out there. You know, because how these these algorithm these a- algorithmic AI is what I'm just going to call them. I'm sure there's a technical term for it. I don't give a shit. But if if they they train them by making them look at the same picture thousands of times and then and going and finding that picture and telling you which one's it and which one's not that's how they train it and if you think for one second they don't just test it in the wild on random people whoever's developing it you know some joe in his basement or in his office or the programmer that works for this company if you think they don't test it in the wild you're crazy cuz they definitely definitely do so stop showing your face. Just stop. Take it off the internet. It's always going to be on the internet, but don't show it anymore. Take off what's already there. Delete it. Get rid of it. Don't show it. It's it's not for everyone to see. If they want to see your face, tell them they can meet you in real life. Tell them don't take any pictures of you. I don't let people take pictures of me. I don't trust it. I don't like it. If, you, if I find you taking a picture of me in public and you find who I am, I'm going to be very upset. And I'm going to start... I, I, I don't know what I'm going to do. I really don't, but don't take pictures of me. I don't let people take pictures of me, and I know I'm the freaky guy at the family reunion that is like, oh, stop wearing a tinfoil hat. What's the worst that can happen? Let's just take a picture all together. I'm sorry. It's against my beliefs. I have a right to believe that. I'm, I'm crazy. Put the tinfoil hat on me. I'll be the one that takes the picture for you guys. How about that? Lastly, we're going to talk about, and this is going to be real quick, because I'm getting a little long here, but the, the three to four types of privacy levels you're going to meet in people. The first is the privacy careless. This is people who just don't care about their privacy. They're like, well, I have nothing to hide, so I have no reason to care about it. Okay, well, I hope this has changed your mind on some of the things I've talked about. But if not, if that's you, you don't care when the fit hits the shan and they come after you for some reason, that's on you. You can't say I, I didn't try to spread awareness. Um, but let's scratch privacy careless out of the way because I, di- I kind of didn't want to include that, but I had to mention it. Uh, let's see, the somewhat privacy aware. These are the people, you know, they, they use an anonymous browser. They use a, a VPN. They, they, they try to stay relatively private. They don't just post everything they're doing all the time. You know, they still use a lot of social media. They still, you know, allow some things to, to sell their data. But they do. They are privacy aware. They're not just putting their card out there freely. They may be using like a privacy.com, you know, burner card or whatever. But they're, they're staying relatively secure. They're staying pretty private. They're not super crazy about it, though. You know, they, they just, they care, but not a crazy amount. Second level of privacy here. Is the privacy serious? These the the serious privacy people. These are people that really are taking it seriously. They may be routing through every, all their network through Tor, which is such a pain in the ass. Take it from experience. Um, but yeah, they they're very serious. They're a little more serious than the privacy careless, but they're not extremely you know conspiracy theory nuts. But they are they are pretty serious about it. They're taking measures. They've read books. They've watched the videos, the tutorials. They listen to the podcasts about it. They're on top of what's new in the privacy and security world. But, you know, they they do have a level of exposure out there. Like, for instance, me. I'm I'm exposing my voice just by recording this and making videos. I'm pretty privacy serious. But I'm not this last one, which we're going to call the privacy nerd. 
I've met people that they won't even own a phone because they're scared of them. The only thing they'll run is Tails OS. And, you know, they're very private people. Congratulations. But they only pay with cash. They only own one computer and it runs Tails OS. That's some very serious privacy-oriented people. And they, they change their phone number every week. They, they're very serious about their privacy. And more power to you. It, that, I assume that's probably how Michael Basil is in real life. I mention him a lot. I would love to collab with you, bro. But uh, if not, that's cool. That's cool. Well, I'm going to go ahead and wrap this up. I hope you guys enjoy it. If you have any questions, have any tips, would like to correct me on some things, go ahead. Let me know. Any good tips, I will let you know. I will go ahead and give you a shout-out on that, too. And I will share it with this community. Remember, guys, it's about community. I hope you've had a great day. I hope wherever you are, life is good. I hope, you know, that you are fine. You really are doing good. And and thank you for listening. Have a blessed day.